With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. I got two left hooks. Who won't catch? Well, since nobody's stepping in, take me to your cult leader. Take me to your local truck dealer. Take me to the man in the mirror when you stand and deliver with your hand on the trigger. An emotional terrorist. I double M U N E. Never make my enemy public. I'm a private dancer, dancing for money. Alrighty guys, welcome to the April 8th edition of Rubber Guard Radio. I'm your host, KZ. This episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. For all your pro wrestling DVD uh, Lucha Libre masks and T-shirt needs. Check them out, WrestleWarehouse.com. And the other sponsor would be SlamBamJam.com. Alfredo will take care of you. He has classic and current Lucha Libre and Japanese pro wrestling. And also, I have to throw props out to the mothership, AngryMarks.com. Check out their podcasts and news and whatnot. And also, LightsOutRadio.com. That's uh, my MMA analysts, uh, Matt Bishop, his show. But enough of the bullshit I have on the line. First off, my co-host, Rob, and the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only, Jason Mayhem Miller. How you doing, champ? Motherfucker, I'm here! I always like the fact that we're on satellite, so I could, I mean, uh, we're on on the internet, so I Mm -hmm. can say that I will pwn all you noobs. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, we're, we're going to... Oh, I also forgot to mention that, uh, Jason, you have a new gig, man. What do you mean? That, that, I got a, that I got a new show, gig. Uh, I got a new it, gig in addition to being the best writer in Fight Magazine and FightMagazine.com and uh, an excellent professional mixed martial arts fighter and... An excellent player of freestyle on the Mac, and you host Bully Beatdown on MTV. I host a TV show on MTV that everybody's going absolutely ape shit for. Dude, it rules. Yeah, you can't write it. You know why? Because I'm fucking on it. There it is. <laughs> now, now, my first question, uh, Jason, um, did you watch WrestleMania this past Sunday? No, I didn't. I know. I feel like a bad pro wrestling fan. I know. Don't don't judge me. I won't. I won't. Uh, Buy the I'll DVD. Talk about that with you. Buy the DVD. Right. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker stole the show. What the hell? You guys are just. Are you guys pushing DVDs right now? Because I will push DVDs. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know nothing about that. I mean, other than my sponsors. Yeah. All right. Well, they, what the hell are we they, talking about now? Let's talk well, about 
You know, I, I tried to get condomdepot.com to be one of my sponsors, but, you know, they, they just they like having it on fighters' asses instead of for radio yeah, shows. They, well, I mean, they just like heterosexual dudes, I, you know. I, I don't understand that. So, so Jason, how'd you how'd you get into fighting? What 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 uh, discipline did you start at, and what age? I didn't start in any discipline. I started in undiscipline. <laughs> I started in asskicking dot com. Does somebody get asskicking dot com? If they bought that, I'll be pissed. Freestyle fighter. You're goddamn right. I'm a free. I love what they say a freestyle fighter because that means the dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Usually, <laughs> just just goes out there and fucking just slops around and fucking. He's like, yeah, I learned this shit from my uncle. My uncle Robert. He went to fucking three tours of Nam. So what the? You think that makes him hardcore? Hell yeah, because he's a marine. And you know what else? He fucking kicks ass. You know why? Because he stomps people's face in. And then guess what? My uncle taught me all these. So then I know fucking ultimate fighting. And I don't train fucking MMA. I train UFC. And then all of a sudden I'm choking people and I'm fucking getting a sleeper hold and I'm getting in a fucking go-go Prada and I'm fucking bumping up into a flying fucking arm lock and then laughing because you know why? Because fucking I'm a blue belt, son. Now, have you rolled with Eddie Bravo before? Yeah. Oh, man. Eddie's my dog. Obviously... He, you know, he had to come on the show because, you know, he was the namesake. And I, I believe that that Eddie's Eddie's uh, discipline blows away pretty much any other type of jujitsu. Um, yeah, I think you're. I think you're an idiot for saying that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think you're a moron and don't know what you're talking about and don't know your jujitsu from ass backwards. I think the rubber guard has a place in jujitsu, but is by far. Not the fucking best thing in the world, and Eddie knows I believe that, and I think that it has its place, but it doesn't. But it's not the best thing. Ever. I think if you name a radio show Rubber Guard Radio, that I don't know. I, I I don't know why you did that because because I I think that that's like me saying that's like me saying fucking calling something a uh, head and arm throw radio. Like, does that move work all the time? No. Does that is that the best move ever? No. Is it a move that has its place? Yes, but it's not the fucking top move in the goddamn world. Like I, I you karate kids, fucking got your shit bananas. You guys are just so pumped on it. And Eddie has a awesome, you know, the, those uh, that shit's awesome. But you know uh, uh, that he's got a whole technique, you know, a whole thing built or, built around it. But I don't know, dude. It's not my, uh, it's not my favorite move. Okay, for those that are listening, you can uh, you can jump in the chat room at angrymarks.com backslash chat, as well as if you'd like to call in for any of our guests this evening, area code 347-215-7946. Mr. Roth, do you have any questions for ma'am? I always wanted to ask you, what did you think of uh, your fight with uh, Katsuyori Shibata? What do you mean? I just think that the guy... He's a tough son of a bitch, but he doesn't know much, so I just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> do you think that's because of his uh, pro wrestling background, or? What do you mean? Yeah, well, I think that I think that there's tough dudes, and tough dudes in the world that get into pro wrestling. That's for sure, because you don't get into that because you like ballet. You know what I'm saying? So he's a tough, tough son of a bitch, and and 
and he's learning more and more uh, uh, mixed martial arts, and, and as as evidenced by the fact that he beat uh, Noah. And, but but at the same time, like you know, at one, at a stage when I fought him, he he didn't know a whole hell of a lot. So you know what I mean? I I I, I took him out pretty easily. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. You guys are running a uh, up show here, by the way. Let's fucking keep it flowing right now. Do you guys want just to talk to the dead air? Because I will. Sorry, brother. I'm, uh, I want you guys to fucking do a bazillion podcasts. I want, I want this I, thing to, to download a gazillion times. So many times I, that the internet breaks. The Time Warner digital cable cannot handle how many times this gets downloaded. As a matter of fact, Adam Carolla podcast got nothing on this one. You know why? Because we're just shooting the shit. It's a couple, three dudes fucking kicking it right here on the internet on Rubble Gun Radio. We're just fucking talking shit about pro wrestling, about martial arts, about ass kicking in general. Now, now, Jason, um, you you fight the 185 class. I'm fucking pumped. And uh, with the exception of yourself, who in the world do you think can put away Anderson Silva? Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Hey, um, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Fucking Dan Henderson can beat his ass. Fucking maybe, uh, maybe this being, maybe, um, who, who's a good style matchup can beat his ass? Robbie oh. Lawler. Mark Watt, maybe Lawler. I doubt it. Nah, Lawler's fucking too stupid. Uh, I think that it, it'll be, um, uh, right now, in the near future, Mark Watt, or um, Henderson, or uh, the Lion. Uh, there's somebody else in there. Wait, there's someone else in there who has a good style to beat his ass. Oh, Damian Maya. Yep, there you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's oh. the wild oh, part yeah, right there. Started too, but he just he had a fucked up fight where he did um, against Maya, but I think Sonnen has a good style, style matchup to beat up uh, Anderson. He's had all what do you, got, got beat up. What, what do you think uh, someone needs to do to take out uh, Silva? What, what would what would you you know if it was you in there? What would you do? Yeah, you got to take him down and avoid getting up kicked, and uh, and avoid getting caught in a triangle or something, and just fucking wear him out that way. Because you know he, he's so dangerous on his feet. You know what I mean? It won't play that game against him. And yeah, his 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 jujitsu is good. Yeah, it's good, but it's not like. It's more of a. It looks like an older style of jujitsu that that he uses, like uh, like the old school, like uh, Nogueira style of jujitsu, and it's good. But but I think that if you avoid those submissions and avoid the, his his dangerous up kicks and whatnot, you you could you know control him and eventually wear him out where you can beat him. You know, like but he's the most dangerous guy at 185 for a reason because he, he utilizes his up kicks. He utilizes his guard to triangle people and whatnot. So, you know, he's, he's a monster. Now, the, um, rumors have been floating around um, the the MMA underground. Okay. The internet and, That's fucking not true, bro. You take it back. It's not gay. <laughs> no, uh, the, the rumor is that you're negotiating with the UFC. Any truth to the rumor? What fucking rumor is that? Nobody called me, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys just like to fucking speculate and postulate and theorize and... Like goddamn Richard Dawkins over there. What the hell is he got? <laughs> no, do you have another question there, Rob? 
<laughs> I, I I don't even know what that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just partaking. So he's got me. Speaking of intro, I just want to sit back and listen. Next level. I just want to sit back and listen here. I mean, you just want to sit back and play Minesweeper while I do all the work here. Well, fine. You fucking have at it, goddamn Windows 98. All right. All right, ma'am. Answer this. Did it surprise you that Ken Shamrock got popped for steroids? What? No. I mean, I don't know. What do you mean? He's old ass. Like, what the fuck? He should be able to take steroids. He should have a prescription. How the fuck? He's old as all. He's old as Methuselah and still fighting. Man, he should be a. He should be able to inject steroids into his brain if he feels like it. <laughs> it's not like he's a fucking librarian or something. He's a dead fighter. You know what I mean? Like, and he's 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 old. There ain't no fucking old timers day in fighting. There's not a damn. You know, what else? What else are you gonna do? You know, what else are you gonna do? Fucking fight children damn tour where he plays with kids or something like he's he's a damn you know I don't know he's a fighter so when's your next fight man April 18th man you don't fucking read anything April 18th I fight in Honolulu Hawaii at the Blaze Bell Arena against uh, against Kala Kaloha. I'm not fucking beat his ass cause I'm getting angry at everything especially this interview I don't know why you gotta go for the guy to Hawaii there that should show you up what? So, uh, no, so after Hawaii doesn't chew me out. Hawaii doesn't chew me out at all. You know what Hawaii does to me? Hawaii gets me fucking amped. You know why? Because I always kick ass over there. And after I kick ass, I just go on a sexual journey down down memory lane and just hump and under a palm tree and throw coconuts at people. Then I shit my hand and sling it at the police. You know why? Because I'm a little fuck and I'm a monkey. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Wow. Thanks, Dana, for chiming in. Now, now, if you defeat your opponent on the 18th... Um, when I defeat you, my opponent on the 18th? When you beat your opponent on the 18th, would you be in line for a shot at Robbie Lawler? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, you, 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 I feel like you don't even fucking watch MMA. Fucking Robbie Lawler. What the fuck are you talking about? I fought him up years ago. Did you watch MMA? Do you read uh, MMA, uh, anything? I'm fighting for Kingdom MMA, Kingdom Mixed Martial Arts, okay? And and, and I'm fighting for Kingdom on Kingdom. It has nothing to do with Pro Elite, which is the defunct fucking organization. that I don't know where the hell they went, and and they still owe me a bunch of money from consulting. And, and you know, that, I don't know. I'm fighting in Japan after this fight. As long as, I win, as long as I win this fight, I'm going to Japan. Dream, I'm fighting. I'm trying to fight May 25th. I know. I'm I'm going through your record on uh, that. that oh, now, oh, now you're doing it. That's that's and, great. Um, that's good times. I'm glad. I'm glad that well, now you're you're going ahead and do your research while we're on the phone right now. You've got your laptop out in front of you while we're talking on the radio as it stands right now. You now you decide to do it. We you you, you fought Chael Sonnen, you you fought Dennis Kang, you fought George Saint Pierre, Frank Trigg. Um the names are, are endless here. Um honestly, who was your toughest opponent? That's the gayest stupid rehash question ever. My dad, my father in the Ecker Drug parking lot circuit nineteen ninety eight. 
hit me with the right hand and drop me like a sack of potatoes. Then I tried to single leg him, and he started hammer fisting me. And as I was like, you know, uh, then I got desperate and fish hooked him right in the mouth. And right then, as I was finished doing that, the, a nice pair of shoes walked up. I looked up, and it was a police officer. So I was like, yeah, Dad, you're going to jail. And then the cop was like, nah, you need help with your son, sir. And I was like, son of a bitch. So I had to run all the way home through the woods with a bloody nose, and uh, the mosquitoes bit the shit out of me. That was my toughest fight. Good answer. That's a good yeah, answer. Yeah, I know. Now, now you were defeated by, by Chael Sonnen. Um, oh my I God! Like no, 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 that's the fucking 2001 right now. That was like nine I, I, years ago. I would ago. like to see a rematch in UFC. Um, oh my God! Really? Against me and Chael? Really? You, you, sure, are, you're not? the only person on earth who wants to see that fight. And you, sir, are a sexy man. Because I don't understand why. I don't even, I mean, I'll do it. If that's, if you're a fucking Dana White and you're just secretly faking on me, I'll fucking do it, Dana. I'll agree to it right now. But you're the only one who wants to see it. <laughs> Have you uh, negotiated with Strike Force at all to uh, no. fight on any of their cards? Nope, nope. Because they seem to be the number two company. Um I guess by default, so. I didn't hear any of that. That was all pixelated. I don't know why. Oh, okay. I My cell's shitty tonight, so. Oh. So, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm going through your record here. You you fought Frank Trigg. Um, that was a pretty rough one. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? I lost the fight. It wasn't a rough yeah. nothing. So are you just going to go through every loss I've ever had and ask me how shitty it was? Because they all are shitty. I hate losing. So I ne- I try never to lose. Okay. <laughs> Any questions, Rob? <laughs> Don't give it um, back to Rob. Rob's already fucking crawled into a hole. He realizes that if I just pick on you enough, that he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for your next opponent. He's... He's and he's trouble. fucking gonna get murdered. I'm just so angry right now. I'm just, uh, yo, I'm a, I'm, I'm an animal cage to turn, turn raged. How the fuck am I supposed to grow up when I wasn't raised? Okay, I need to partake again. We so get hammered right now during the interview. Are you drinking? Tell the truth. No, I'm, no, I'm choking. Actually. Well, you're smoking weed. Yes. You fucking Eddie Bravo student. All you guys just get high and talk about how to fucking do a bogo plata. Like, you guys are Damn fucking right. crazy, man. I, 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 I can't fuck with that weed, man. That, that shouldn't make you crazy, man. And, and I'm already crazy. So it'll take you to the next level. It started fucking All right, man. 9-11 with an inside job. Here's, here's a $64,000 question. Gee or right. no gee? What the hell? Oh, my God. If that's a $64,000 question... Yo, gi is a totally different sport. If you if you want to do that, that's cool. But it has it's, it has nothing to do with mixed martial arts whatsoever. That that's an ancient idea that people need to throw away. Because the gi has nothing to do with mixed martial arts. But does it help you grapple? Not really. Not for mixed martial arts because because MMA is a totally different sport than gi jiu jitsu. Did I do gi jiu jitsu? Hell yeah. Did I like it? Hell yeah. I loved it. It was my favorite. It was one of the fondest times of my martial arts uh, career was when I was young and, and grappling in the gi. 
That shit was fun as hell, but it's not MMA. So you're going to, after uh, your fight in Hawaii, you'll be fighting for Dream in Japan. Um, has your opponent been named yet? No, well, I can't really fucking talk about it yet, but it, they will. It'll be a splash. Okay. So it would be a top-of-the-card type fight. Oh, yeah! Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Yep. All about the Benjamins. No, it's all about the yen. Forget the Benjamins. <laughs> he wants the yen. That's worth more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Rob, you're the one that goes to Japan. Sexy Japanese ring card girl. That's even real. better. I, I, every girl in Japan is good looking. No, nope, that's not true. There's a bunch but, of ugly fucking teeth over there. Let me tell you, I I've been over I, there. I agree with that. Yeah. There's I a bunch of piled up teeth with chicks who fucking look like they damn. They they all have good style. They all have good style, but they look fucking nasty. Some of them. Yeah, I gotta wonder about the teeth thing. Like they dress up so nice, and then their teeth, and oh my god. Hey, dude, you gotta make up for something. That girl's with fashion sense is pretty funny to me. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. <clears throat> so now, what what dojo do you do you train at regularly when when you're in Vegas? <laughs> dojo? What the hell? Dojo? Literally in nineteen fucking seventy seven. Am I still my? Do I have a mullet and a fucking tor- a torn sleeveless karate gi? I can't even talk. That's so funny. Dojo is the best word ever. <laughs> okay. What's... Oh, uh, I got a Mark Lamus. What, what, I got what Mark Lamus. Do I, I, I don't know, man. I don't hang out in Vegas and train too much. If I'm going to Vegas, it's because I want to take my clothes off and go bananas on the dance floor and then try to get thrown out of a club and maybe fight all the bouncers and I'm not trying to damn. Uh, I, I'd rather uh, I'd rather stay out of Vegas to train. Yeah, I but agree. When I go over there, I, I train with Mark Lehman, who's a genius in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Mark Lehman, he uh, doesn't seem to get along with people. And no, he doesn't. Uh, yo, Mark Lehman's an asshole, and I say that with the most amount of love. He 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 sees his way right. He's got his back for he's got his guys back first, no matter what. And you know, he he's very he's a loyal dude. So yeah, he he argues with whoever. Why? Who are you talking about in particular? Um, Mike Sawyer from Las Vegas. No idea who the fuck that is. Um, he works the door at the, not the Rhino. Is it the hey uh, Rob? What what door does Mike Mike work? Is it the Rhino? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, who okay. cares? Why? Why? What about this guy? You you you're telling um, me that Mark Lehman doesn't get along with the bouncer? So what the hell? Who cares? Okay, good point. No, I mean why? But what, uh, now I care. Now I'm interested. Now I want to know what the hell is the deal. <laughs> they uh, they just uh, take along for some reason. I I'm not sure why. Why? What do you mean? What happened? See, you're not even leaving us all in the dark. What, what, what was this? What, what happened? What, what was the beef? What happened? Just tell me a story. Honestly, I'm not, quite, it up. I'm not quite sure what it is, but go figure. But uh, Wow, dude. You're like just, you're just letting me, 
let me down these days. I, I, I'm waiting for Bake Brother, so. Yeah, you wake and bake? Yeah. Hello? I'm waiting for my for my co-host to yeah, jump in and help. Do you have any <laughs> questions about Japan, Rob, that you'd like to ask uh, Jason? Okay, cool. Hello? Oh, any Japan questions? Well, um, where, where might you be fighting in Japan? Where might in Japan? I don't know. Yeah, Yokohama Arena? Yokohama? Okay. <laughs> well, maybe, Sa- maybe Saitama. I don't know. They they have us fight at different places. Right, yeah. <laughs> Now, now I, I've heard that they really uh, tr- treat the foreign fighters nice over there. What um, do, do they give you guys like any extra or special things for fighting over there? Not really. I mean, it's more of a feeling of how they how they treat us. Like the UFC, like it, when, after you fight, they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like you you have a pass for the back, not for out here. So they hide you in the back, you know, unless unless you're a marquee guy. And you know, with them, they treat every dude pretty much like a marquee guy. So yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, all the steroid crap is for homos. Yeah. Now uh, that was a little clip from uh, Boss Rutten. Um, what What are your feelings on Boss? Boss Rutten's a man. He helped me train for this fight. It's, it's a package. He helped me. He's been helping me train for this next fight on the 18th. I I got in with Benji Raddick's camp and. And uh, and Boss Rutten, he's a freaking genius. Like, a, you know, he definitely he, he keeps the intensity in in the in the training room, and he's just an all around good guy. Mm-hmm. Can yeah, you talk he's... at all about some of the training you've done for this fight? Yeah, well, um, a lot of rounds of sparring, a lot of conditioning stuff with Boss. Um, you know, just a tremendous amount of of work in general to to. Um, like uh, uh, t- doing counterattacks from from uh, from the strikes, like like you get you get kicked and you fire back immediately. And I don't, I don't know, man. It, it, I could sit here for an hour and tell you exactly what I did, but that would probably bore the shit out of anybody listening. Now, um, what do you think of the most colorful man in mixed martial arts, Shoney Carter? Um, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> He's a pimp. Yeah. He's a pimp. He I love Shoney. <clears throat> he was the highlight of the Ultimate Fighter comeback. Just uh he's he does his own thing and that that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. What you got um, Let me see. Out of any of your fights, win, loss or whatnot. Which fight would you like to take back and just erase from your record, and why? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that at all. That's gay. That's retarded and stupid for anyone to even think to do. So you live with no regrets, huh? Yep. There it is. There you go. There it is. No regrets. Do you have? Is there anybody you really like to fight? Sorry about that. Go ahead, Rob. Is there anybody you'd really like to fight right now? But, uh, uh, maybe one of the champions, or is there Anderson anybody you've Silva. always wanted to, always wanted to bang with? Of course, Anderson Silva is awesome, and he's the best fighter in my weight class. Cool. So I would like to fight him. Now you you mentioned your boy uh, Benji Raddick. He's fighting. Next 
Saturday on the 11th in San Jose here at the Shark Tank against Scott Smith. Um, are you going to be cornering Benji, or are you going to be there for the fight? I, I don't believe so. I will not be there. I will be there in spirit. Now, after this, after this show, if you were offered a fight with Frank Shamrock, would you take it? Why I would fight anyone in the world, including, but not limited to Fedor Emelianenko. So why would I not take a fight against Frank Shamrock? Because um, after Frank after Frank fights, you know the weeks after there tends there there tends to be discussions about who his next opponents will be. Your name's thrown around. Robbie Lawler's thrown around. Um, has Frank, you know, reached out at all to... Uh, How do you know that Frank is not going to get beat up by Diaz? Uh, hey. Exactly. Hey. Nick's, my, Nick's my boy. I've known Nick since he was four years old. So, I mean, I got I got special love for Nicky. Okay. But, uh, and Frank's a dick, but, <clears throat> you know, that's just just my opinion. Hey, Frank's been hanging out down in, uh, where was it, Te- down in Texas, actually, at WrestleMania. He's yeah. out about four rows away from me. So. Yeah, he was there with Mickey Rourke. But, um, Rob, do you have any other questions before we wrap up, brother? You know, I, th- I think I'm pretty good, but uh, good luck, Mayhem. I, ha- I hope it works out for you, man. It should be a good fight. I'm awesome! Mr. M- Mr. Miller? is gone. That's it. That was Jason Mayhem Miller. That guy's a nut. I can't keep up with him. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think he psyched me out. So. Just take a sec here and catch my breath. And... Man. The great feeling all time I had all my life. I would like to welcome to the show directly from Chi Town, my dog, Sal, Puffy, Tomaselli, Sally Sack. How's it going, brother? Puffy here. What's going on? Uh, Puffin, brother. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where come from? Well, I was going to call you Mr. 420, but I don't want Rob Van Dam to fucking sue me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I read that email this morning. I was just <laughs> like, Puffy, that's awesome. Well, Dude, b- before b- before I get going on grilling you, Sally, um, I'm going to pass you over to my co-host. Rob, do you have any questions for Mr. Tomaselli? Well, what's the next show you're doing, Sal? I haven't heard, of, I haven't heard anything I'm sorry? recently. What's I'm the next sorry. show you're doing? The next show, let's see, what's the date today? The next show is the 18th. April 18th is a Leap show. I'm only working Leap Pro and IWA right now these days. Um, I'm just, right now I'm finally like getting back over all my injuries. I'm starting to get good again, but um, pretty much the next one is Elite Pro. I think it's April 18th. I'm not 100% sure. How awful is that? It's my fucking company. I don't even (laughs) even know the next date. Do you have any idea who you might be fighting? Uh, I think the tentative card, I might be wrestling Scott Reed. He's this guy that's from... uh, Boston area. Joey Eastman's been bringing. He's been riding in that car. 
He's really dude, he's like one of the few guys that you see that's really like in really good shape. Really good you know, he looks awesome and I have I've only seen him wrestle a couple times, but hopefully I'll get to work. Cool. Right, I got you. Okay. The last time so, uh, that I saw you Oh, go ahead, Brock. I was gonna say, so how come you're only doing uh the two promotions right now? Is there just uh not enough time, too much going on? No, it's it's uh I I pitched my sciatic nerve last year. I took like eight months off to re- just to get better from it, and like that 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 has recovered pretty well. But since then, I've managed to also break my rib. I just fucking I'm just a retard, man. I I just can't seem to fuck. I can't seem to get past one show without something happening where it's not anything major, but it's enough to be annoying. Right. Um, so I'm just kind of taking it slow, and it's at a point where I don't really have to. I don't see the indies like I'm not a guy that's I don't really care if I work. I've worked in every place I've ever wanted to work, so it's like other than like somewhere that, that I'm like, getting really really well for, I, I just don't have the the desire like to go in front of 50 people somewhere and get them to chant my name. Like, that's not that doesn't it's not important to me anymore, you know. Right. Just, I like doing it. I like to keep my I like to just stay fresh. I'm slowly getting back in the swing of things, but. I'm in shape. Like, my main goal is to go to the gym. That's what, you know, above all, which I still fucking slack off on, but whatever. Now, <laughs> I am pu- now Sally, I am puffy after all. Yes. the last time I saw you was out here in Sacramento, and uh, mm-hmm. you were you were visiting family, and yeah, we had a pretty good time. Um, let's talk about your match with uh, Mike Hayashi. Um how did you feel that the match went? Uh, I thought, like, on, on Hayashi's end, he did all right. That was my first match in about four months. And then going from a tag guy to a singles guy and from a heel to a baby face, it was like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, to be honest with you. Like, I was so not, I was nervous going to my matches. My back was still kind of tentative. I didn't really know what to do. Hayashi, like, he, he's all right, but he's a guy that's never really wrestled outside of the one area, you know? It's just, I mean, right. you, you can only get so good unless you unless you work guys that are better than you. You're not going to get good. Now, the finish, the finish was botched. Yes. Okay, he was supposed to pin you with his feet on the ropes, and he wasn't close enough. Whose yes. fault was it? Was it your fault? Were you yeah, in the wrong right. position? Yeah, Probably I because I, 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 I took the, I took the, what's that bump called? The, the senton or the bubble bump. The bump that all Bubba Ray used to always miss, you know, the back bump mm-hmm. off the second. And I was I I wanted to do that bump specifically not because it made sense or anything like that. That was my match just to kind of see how I felt. And I wanted to take a big bump on my back and just just kind of get over the jitters of it, just see how it felt. And it wasn't great, but it didn't hurt too bad. But I think I just overshot it, you know. Just I, I wasn't looking at as far as positioning. I was just looking like just get through this fucking bump because that was the first big one I'd done in a maybe maybe a month before that, dude. I couldn't even walk. I was having trouble. I just you know, and I was in a wheelchair like. So it was just that match was just to kind of see press the waters a little bit. Well, it's it's time to put JD Bishop and Supreme Pro Wrestling over. Um, when I arrived at the building at this show last last year with uh, Mike Mon- Mike Modest and Mike Modest's girlfriend, uh, we walked into the building, and every single person, every one of the boys and the girls, came up to me and Mike, shook our hands showed respect, and to be honest, I've never seen it done that way, where people will walk up to you 
and introduce themselves and, and say hello and whatnot. Um, have you seen a more professional Rand locker room like that Not other than no, J.D. Bishop's? No. I mean, that's, that's, where, that's where I started. Like, I mean, I'm from Chicago, but I was there on, you know, for college. I broke in while I was there with SPW. Um, they're just really cool about it. Like, and I'll, to be honest with you, I'm sure there are guys that don't want to do that. You know, but everybody does because they just, you know, whatever. It's it's the right thing to do. It I I think at least it's if somebody walks okay. in, everybody gets up, says hello. You know, nice well, to okay, see I, I like I, it that hard. You know, I understand. I understand Mike getting that respect, but the boys also showed me the same respect. Well, you know, the thing is, like, like all of those guys. I remember when when I first came up there, all those guys were like. There was a different crew that was there when I first started. It was all, like, guys in their 30s and whatnot, and then they just kind of all stopped wrestling. And it was all, I remember when we all were there, it was always kind of, uh, everybody was dickheads to you when he, when he came in the locker room. It was really nerve-wracking the first however many months because it was like, you don't know what the right thing to do is or what the right thing to say is. or And it could be stupid. It changes all the time, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's a fucking hassle. And, and Gabe, J.D. Bishop, he's the guy that, that took over the book at that point and just changed everything. He's like, nah. doesn't matter. Like, I mean, how much easier was it to just to hang around there when everybody came and said, hey, what's going on? You know? Just, call, just welcome. Hey, join in the fun. I mean, it's not like it's... Everybody goes like... The attitude, I think, is it's like, this isn't the greatest place on the world to be, but... I'll give you the perfect example. I'll give you the perfect now, example. For, <laughs> for those that are listening live, if you'd like to call in and ask... Uh, Sal, a question, or myself, or Rob, you can call in at area code 347-215-7946. Also, we have a live chat going on at angrymarks.com backslash chat. So uh, hop on in the chat room and, and talk some shit. Um, now, back to uh, back to um, Northern California. Uh, when are you coming back for another uh, visit, brother? I'm, th- I'm trying this summer again. I, I like, oh, I like awesome. summertime there, dry, you know, nice dry heat. So I think this summer I might, maybe 4th of July, one of my friends is having like a really big, big kind of party there. So mm-hmm. I, I'm try, maybe 4th of July. There's a, there's this company I'm going to start working for. I don't even know the name of them, but they're in Iowa. Um, and they're going to start running every week. So if they run, there's going to be a kind of point where I don't have to take three days off and 4th of July is the only one. So... Mm-hmm. I'd like to be this summer. I, I want, I'm going to try and book it around SPW because when you guys came up last year, I was actually supposed to work Monday. But I was so I, – I wasn't confident in, in working. I'm like, no, I, I can't I can't go in there unless I'm going to tear it up with Mike, you know. So I I have to work somebody else because I, I, this time I'd like to – I feel good, you know. I want to work modest. So <laughs> just, right. just for my own kind of – just so I could do it, you know. I think I've worked Mike like twice my entire time I've, I've known you know what I mean? Strange. Now, now how about uh, on the opposite end? Do you ever have any plans to come to Pittsburgh? Because that's where I'm from. And to my knowledge, I don't think you've ever been out here. No, I, th- I think uh, the only – in Pennsylvania, we were always on the eastern side, more like Allentown and, and Philly and whatnot. Um, I, I don't really I don't really know. I mean, if, if, if the opportunity arose, I'm not, like, against it or anything like that, but – I did, uh, as a working with the companies, there was always three of us, not just one person. So any company that wanted me got my brothers. As being kind of like a team player, we always drove. Well, man, we did those drives for three years. That's, that's 30 hours a weekend, you know. Right. It, 
it was fun at first. It was like cool way we're you know we're kind of drive. We're doing these long hauls and we're we're having fun and whatnot. Dude, thirty hours in a car with my brothers. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's not. I mean, it's fun at first, you know. But on the way home here in Ohio, and Brandon's got the farts. Like no, no. That should get yeah, old, you know. <laughs> that should get and after, quick. And after you just got beat up, I mean, I'm sure the oh, last thing you want to do is. Uh... Sit thirty hours in an uncomfortable car. And when well, it's those, and with those guys, I mean, it's constant jokes, it's constant ball busting, it's fun. But like, we, I think we did maybe fifty or sixty trips. Like, eh, I, I think I've had my fill. So it, ha- it would have to be something that's like I, I would, somebody I want to work with. Or it had to be something I would, I would mark for, to do something like that. Now, now who would that be? Who would that? Who would you mark for? Um. Hmm. I, okay, I would pretty much like the, the Briscoes. I would definitely like to work if it was me and Vito against the Briscoes, just to do it. I, I really, as far as tag teams go, I, I would I would really go for them or Loki Homicide. They're like two of the two of the three that I still haven't gotten a chance to work that I always wanted to. Um, and in the singles, if I got to work Quack, that'd be great. You know. Right. Other than that, I mean, anybody else is cool, but I mean, most of the guys I've, I've had a chance to work with, you know, right, Quack yeah. has escaped me so far. So. I'm surprised you've never crossed paths with Loki because you guys have, you know, you guys have been all over the place, and Loki's yeah. done some shows where you guys were on the same one, so it's strange. Well, and he was he was always a guy too. Like Loki's one of my favorite guys in in the business because he was always a guy that was nothing but business. You know, he's very very. He made sure you could get along on, on from a business standpoint before you became friends with him at all. But I used to always, anytime we we're on a show together, man, you'd be watching the show. I'd stand right next to him because he, he's so smart. This is why guys shouldn't do this, and this is why guys shouldn't do that. And you see this, this would be better that way. Just, just kind of, he was always a guy that I, I definitely dug. And I'm like, if I just got a chance to work those two, especially Loki, who's as smart as he is, and fuck, Homicide taught him everything. So, right, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that would just to me that'd be fun. Plus, of all the tag teams, I think that that I'm a mark for. I think our styles are the most similar to theirs. Like our styles with the Briscoes are very, very different. You know, or Motor City Machine Guns, very different. But, but with them, I think it's very similar. I think I would I would like to work them like in a program, not just in one match. You know, I I'd like to welcome to the show Angry Mark AngryMarks.com's own Killer Kev. What's up, Kev? What's up, K to the Z? Do you have a question for Mr. Sally Sack Tomaselli? No. no, I don't have. Question. Just enjoying the, just enjoying the discussion here, and thought I'd call in and give a shout out to everybody and. Give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, which is uh, just me and uh, just you. What the fuck is up with this, people? AngryMarks.com forward slash chat. The room is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Get in here. Hey, you know what it is, though? People listen to my shit on the download. Okay? That's Now, motherfuckers, motherfuckers are listening to that, uh, what is it, Sinbad and Jakey faggot ass show? Well, you know what? No, I'll admit, I listened to you on the download, too, because right now I was listening with the Mayhem guy earlier, but it took me three tries to get it to right. work on the live Well, on the live I mean, as, as far as my sponsors are concerned, they don't care about the stream. They right. care about the download numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that, you know what? And actually, you know, that's cool, too, because uh, when Angry Marks uh, relaunches our website next week, one of the cool features that we're going to have on that site is we're going to have the chat room right there, and at the same time on the website, you're going to be able to listen to any of the audio 24 hours, 7 days a week. If the show is live, 
you will get to hear that live audio, but if it's if it's not live, you're going to have all the podcasts right there ready to listen to, so you can pop in 24 hours a day, listen to whatever show we got playing, whether it's live, whether it's archived, and you've got the chat room right there. Come into the chat room, come make some friends with us. There it is. Nice and Very easy. Very cool. Very nice cool. Nice and easy. So, All right. So, so if, I, if I can go back to this, you mentioned sure. that... Uh, oh, excuse me? Go ahead. Pardon me? Okay, yeah. Hello? You mentioned that, uh, you know, there are a lot of teams you marked for. Who, who were some of your favorites when you were growing up? You know, what in... And I express... Really... Grow, as, like as a kid growing up? Yeah. Oh, Heart Foundation, definitely. Uh, Road Warriors, British Bulldogs. I think they were, they were, they were the ones I was fans of. And then I, I just kind of, I wasn't. I think when Heart Foundation split, I stopped being really a. Ta- I didn't watch tags anymore until uh, let me think. Until see, I was never a Rockers fan. Vito Brandon loved the Rockers, but I was never. They loved Shawn Michaels for some. I was never a Michaels fan growing up. I don't know why. Maybe that's now, the strangest thing. I'm like the only one. That's really weird. Sal, did you watch WrestleMania? No, I wish I did. I, I wish. I mean, fuck the Undertaker, Michaels matches. I will I take really care of you. To see that one. Now the question: Would you like to watch the the Michaels Undertaker match on the download, or would you like the whole show? Dude, you got the whole show. Yeah, uh, you will. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you tomorrow. Oh, because please, man! That'd I'm be like great. That'd be great. Oh, because yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that I like Triple H, too. I want to see a Triple H-Orton match. I'm a big fan of both of those guys. Dude, no one, no one could have followed Taker and Michaels. <laughs> right. I'm surprised that wasn't the main event. I'm really surprised. Well, Trips uh, ended up with egg on his face. Yeah? Yeah. It, uh, was it bad? It, it was a fail. It was It was uh, a huge fail. It was, they, did they, they go crowd. right after it? Was it right after Undertaker, or was there, like, a match between those two? It was the three-way with uh, Cena, Edge, and Big Show, and then they brought out the Legends, or no, they brought out the Legends in the three-way, and then they had the Hunter match. So it kind of, it oh, just shit. sucked. Yeah, that's, kinda, mean, there, that's a lot of stuff to follow. <laughs> there, there was a fight going on during the match. There were waves going on. People in masses <laughs> headed for the bathrooms. It, it was a disaster. Wow. Now, now while while we have a break in the action, um, Pro, uh, Gabe Ramirez, who owns Pro Wrestling Revolution, which would be ProWrestling-Revolution.com, um, will be in Las Vegas on the 13th of April at the Gold Coast as for part of the Cauliflower Alley. Um, and if you'd like to get a tryout, you can... Uh, Register at info at prowrestling-revolution.com, um, and the best wrestlers will be put on a show that night at 7 p.m. That will include Awesome Kong, Cheerleader Melissa, Chris Hero, and my boy Oliver John. Um, if you're young and you, you're hungry, this is a very, very big chance for you to go get seen by Pat Patterson, uh, uh, Colonel De Beers, Buddy Rose, uh, Nick Bockwinkel. Uh, you can go out and they actually critique you. Um, last year, uh, the the match of the show was uh, Go Shiozaki and Oliver John, and they just tore it up. So, plus it's also for a good cause. Cauliflower Cauliflower Alley is always a good cause. 
uh, they they help the older gentlemen and ladies that you know are having their own issues and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a good charity as well. Um, and you know, you 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 need to be a student of this game if you're going to be be able to do it right. Now um, let's uh, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, now now you're you're still working for Elite Pro Wrestling, Sal. Yep. Um, what what are you doing in the in the company? What, uh, what, what? Me and Vito had like uh, we did we feuded each other for about a year, and that finally ended. Thank God. So for now, I think I, I I'm looking forward to just kind of doing random. Just I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't need a storyline now. I kind of have my time to take a little break and just kind of be random filler in there. Plus, half of our roster is my students. I'd like to work on that'd be kind of fun, you know. So. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Any other uh any any questions there, Kev? No, none so far. <laughs> I just love uh, uh, I just love listening. What can I say? This is a great show. I, I, I'd go. like to know I, I'd like to know who uh who you think saw or some of your uh, best students that we should keep our eyes on. Well the one I'll tell you, one guy I got now his name is uh Johnny Cash and like I, the thing is, with our school, like I'm not the type of guy. Like we have guys come in, like Quack did a couple clinics, and we have Josh Raymond comes in sometimes. Some of our friends that just, you know, whenever they're local, they come and do clinics because I don't know how to teach like cool stuff. I can't teach you how to do that. I can teach you how to have a 20 minute match without planning it. That's really that's pretty much what I can do. Just I can teach you basic old school working formula, and then the rest is kind of up to you. And John get John he does it. He every show he wrestles like. However long he wrestles, he just doesn't plan his matches. And he, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a year in and you could do that and and get reactions, I mean, that's a that, I couldn't do that when I was when I first broke. I mean, that took me like four or five years to understand. So he's the first guy now, that I say really really understands it, really gets it. Now, Sally, do you remember the first time you were on my show where you mm-hmm. were you were opening act for uh, Baby Doll? Yeah. Okay. Now my my co-host for that evening, uh, Hack Chris Arnold. Uh-huh. Um, you know the guy. He uh, hung out at IWA shows and whatnot, and helped out right. some of the boys. He right. passed away last month. Um, oh shit! Yeah, the uh, it finally got him, and you know he lived a couple really? long, couple of years longer than he was supposed to. But yeah, they, yeah it finally caught up to him. I haven't seen him around in a really long time. Yeah, he's 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 gone. He, uh, How old was he? Yeah. He went home, but you are Miss Hacky, and I love you, brother. How old was he? He was, Hacky was, I think, 33. Man. Well, he had that, he had that lung uh, problem, so, you know, I mean, he knew he was going to die, and he just, he lived longer than, than, uh, than it was expected, which is, you know, everything from that point on was like bonus. So, hey, he had fun with it. At least, I mean, what else can you do at that point? You know, that's cool. He at least had a good time. I mean, dude, he'd go to shows. You know, he'd he'd make the best DVD sets I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he 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 made an eight disc Motor City machine gun set that was just fucking blow away. Um. Yeah. You know, he was a good guy too. You know, he had a good heart. He was genuine. You know, if I if I ever needed anything, even though he lived in Detroit, I just have to pick up the phone, you know, and it, like if I needed a DVD or something, it'd be sent the next day. 
know, yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy, guy, mate. He's always really nice. He was always really nice to everybody. He's just the kind of guy that everybody got along with, you know. Nobody had a problem with. He's a cool guy. Yeah, it's just a shame. Okay, now we, we, we need to turn it up and, and get back on a happier note. Do you have any questions there, uh, Robbo? I got one more, but uh, please forgive me if I'm incorrect here. Did you train a girl by the name of Glasses Jones? Because I remember watching a show, and I could have sworn they said you guys trained her, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, that, that was a whole... Uh, Look, I'll, I'll be blunt. She she trained with us for she trained with us for like two months, something like that. Um, ditched the practice that day to go watch a mid-sized show, which for, I'm not not cool with. You can ask like Modest is coming up next. Modest is a guy that trained me, and he, his school is what our formula is pretty much. So I just go kind of my base, based on how Mike taught. We're real strict with that shit. You don't ditch practice to go fucking mark out for a show. On top of which, you wrestle on, on top of which is a fucking garbage show. You know, I mean, I love Ian and I love the company and everything. I'm not trying to speak on anybody, but that's what it fucking was. It was a garbage show. Nothing but hard. And we're, of all people, like, <laughs> we're like technical wrestlers. Like, you don't, our students don't fucking go to a garbage show. <laughs> and your first match, like, that you're breaking in. So she did that. I got I, we got mad. I said, man, I got guys that have been like training for a year that haven't got to have a match yet. There you go, steal everybody's thunder. Like I, I didn't think that was fair. I thought that was bullshit. And then, uh, but we didn't say. I mean, we just told her how we felt. We said it's no big deal. It's a mistake. Then like a month later, she just vanished. It was like money issues, and she just had to like she had to quit. Had to get a second job or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the details of that were, but. She ended up quitting. She's still a part of the company, but she's just not training now. She's been now, the now speaking speaking of women, um, you're up in Shimmer territory. Uh, are there any ladies out there on the indie scene that that catch your eye? That I mean, other than being smoking hot, but just in the ring. Yeah, I remember, man. I remember my first time I came out and and watched uh, an IWA show like live. I remember seeing it was Mischief Daisy Hayes. Um, Lacey, Rain, let me think. And there was a couple other girls. Like, I'm sorry, I can't remember. There's six of them. I remember being fucking blown away. Like, they had this six-way match that went 20 minutes. That was insane. And it's still, like, the, I, I would throw in those same girls because I think they're all great workers, but I'd throw in Sarah Del Rey. I mean, Sarah's Sarah, Del Rey, Sarah Del Rey is the best woman worker in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, that's uh... <laughs> that, No, no, okay, now, hold on there, Rob. Rob, you have to understand, I do not watch Joshi. So right, that right. is, from my opinion, not counting Joshi. All right. <laughs> you, you, know, you know better than that. So you need, to, you need to sit the fuck down and relax. This is my <laughs> show, motherfucker. I love Sarah, too. I think she's great. Man, I broke in with her. and she, I think she was with Modest when they were in APW. So I think she, yeah. she knew Modest from back in the day, you know. I think she's great. Though. I think she, she, and she's fucking tough and... They're all really. The thing is, none of them are similar, and that's the thing that you that I think is really cool and that sets out. None of them are the same, which is you, easy. They could all fall into the same category, but they don't. You, you, know? You, you know what I really love about Sarah, other than her work, is that she's not a quote unquote diva, and she's not skinny. You know what I mean? She's got ass. Mm-hmm. She's got more ass than a donkey. She's got so much ass it takes her two trips to haul. <laughs> I mean, and. Uh, you know, she's no skinny mini, and she's like, 
that this is me. This is the way I am. And, you know, you got to give her credit for that. You know, she didn't get anything fixed, anything added, or you right. know, nothing. So She's just herself, you know. She's just herself, and she's very comfortable in, in, in how she works. And, like, I'm obviously partial to her style. We went to the same school, you know, but like I, I think I personally I think like that's the thing that sets all the girls apart is that they're all really they're all really good workers. They can all really I mean they can fucking go, you know. It's entertaining. Well, let's see. We are going to play trivia. We're gonna give away some DVDs from my sponsor, BrestleWarehouse.com. See what are we gonna give away tonight? We are gonna give away MLW Summer Apocalypse is a two-disc set with uh, the main event, Terry Funk and Jerry Lawler. There's all kinds of guys on this one. There's um, All Japan participation, among other things. Um, and we will also be giving away the Michael Modest shoot interview from WrestleWarehouse.com. And last but not least, we will be giving away SoCal Pro Wrestling Super Clash 2008 with the main event, the tag match, Scrap Iron, Adam Pierce, and Jason Redondo against Tommy Wilson and SoCal Crazy. Um, this is a really good disc. Uh, there's a good Scott Lost match on here. Um, just good stuff from top to bottom. So uh, while I figure out the uh, trivia question, Rob, do you uh, have any more questions for Sal? Oh, man. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't even think of any more right now, to be honest. But yeah, what a letdown, Rob. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> uh, Only I've five been... questions for me tonight. What the hell? <laughs> I've been beaten tonight, man. <laughs> Mayhem Miller. He, 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 Dude, that guy was nuts. I was listening to some of it. Fuck, that guy was like, I had to stop listening to it. He was a little crazy for me. <laughs> All right, here's the trivia question, guys. The call-in number is area code three four seven two one five. Seven nine four six. Here it is. Who did Sal and Vito Tomaselli defeat for the IWA Deep South Tag Titles? Who did the Iron Saints defeat for the IWA Deep South Tag Titles? Call in three four three four seven two one five seven nine four six, and I will give away these three DVDs. Call in. Give me a correct answer. And we'll do it to it like, you know, how we do it. So, Sal, yes. Sally, how's, uh, how's the Elite Pro TV doing? The Elite Pro TV, I'll be honest, like, we don't, we don't put, like, uh, we don't keep up week, weekly storylines on it at all. It's not even, we never, it's like a, we never use it as, that, as an avenue. We just put up our shit and hope that it, and we, we show, like, our live shows. The TV is such a small demographic, it's not even, we tried doing that for a little while, and it was, like, it made absolutely zero difference. Mm-hmm. I think unless TV is like, it's even hard on like t- a TNA level. But it's like unless you have it at that point, it's not gonna make us, not gonna do anything right. for us. We, what episode number? What episode know. number are you on, Sally? Um, I think we're in the fifties somewhere. <laughs> right. Because if we give it away, then nobody's gonna buy our DVD. <laughs> like we only have we only have two sources of revenue. We gotta <laughs> we can't we can't fuck those up at all. At least not quite yet. Now, let's talk about my favorite um, six-man tag team combination, uh, the African-American Freebirds, uh, the Soul Touches. Um, mm-hmm. 
what do you think of these guys, man? They're they're you know they're scraping along and they're ready to blow up big. Uh, hopefully, Pro Wrestling Gorilla will become knocking or maybe some other uh, West Coast companies. Um, let's let's talk about them. Um, how much have they improved since you first seen them? You know what? Quite a bit because it's finally like it's nice to see because those guys have been around for a while. They've all been wrestling, I think, just as long as I have, but. They fell into that same thing as Hayashi, where if you're just kind of in the same two companies working the same guys, you're never going to improve. You need that, that variety. And it's like now all of a sudden they've gotten a chance to go through a lot of different indies, a lot of different companies across the country. So all of a sudden you're just now slapped in the face with all these different styles. And from like a creative standpoint, that's really exciting. Because now you're like, now i got a million ideas because I've never experienced this aspect of it before, you know. So they've kind of departed with that for the past couple of years, and it's really, I think it's really shown. The only downside is one of their guys, Anthony Jazz, he broke his ankle, like, really badly, like, three months ago, to the point it required surgery. He's probably not going to be back for still, I think, another three or four months, something like that. Um, but other than that, I mean, the rest of the guys are doing really good. They're all, they've all, I think they just finished up the King of Trios again, was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they they did work the King yeah. of Trios. That's, uh, that's what... Now, Rob, you were there for King of Trios. No, you weren't. No, no, I, I, I oh, wish right. I was there. <laughs> I, uh, that's right. That's right. That weekend really sucked because I missed three shows I wanted to go to. <laughs> that was that one. We had a legend show with uh, Kamala, Bob Orton, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, oh, that was Norm Mackie. Connors, right? Yes, and then I missed another local show that had Demolition Act. So it was, <laughs> it was a real bad why, weekend. Why did you miss all those shows? Well, uh, King of Trio is about five hours away, and because I went to, I was going to WrestleMania, I couldn't afford to go. Oh. And oh. the other, another one was about two hours away. For a lot of you guys know on here, I am. Um, I also work with a radio station, and I had to do some work for them. So those two were also off. So it was a rough weekend, <laughs> but but I made up for it this weekend. So at WrestleMania, that was that was fun. <laughs> One of my students actually went down there too. He had to by himself. He's like, <laughs> he went all the way to Houston and watched WrestleMania. Had a great time. Yeah, we we, uh, we even had some uh, local wrestlers uh, also from up here that uh, came down. So I mean, hey, you know, if any if you ever get a chance, it's uh, it's it's a very unique experience. And it, it's, I am going yeah, next really year. It's in Phoenix. I am uh, going next year. Oh, I might have to go then because <laughs> I got to come and meet you, man. <laughs> There you go. Hey, maybe uh, you should get maybe you should get like a Rubber Guard Radio WrestleMania trip set up. Hey, uh, hey, we could do Something a live like show that. from the road. That'd yeah. be fun. <laughs> the road will own you. Hey, can I overlap with Modest a little bit today? Oh yeah, of course. Sure, definitely. I haven't definitely. talked to him. It's been, it's been a couple months. I just got like a Twitter account email from him or something. I, I don't know how, to, I, how that works. I got to. I have no idea how it works either. I have no clue. I want like I want hour by hour commentary from Modest throughout the day. I think that's fucking hilarious. Do Do you listen to his podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, all about the Modest Lounge. It's so funny, and I like that he doesn't go like sometimes you'll get like a a nice decent like forty minute one, but for the most part it's like ten fifteen minutes. You know, and you Mm -hmm. could just hammer it out each time, but it's funny as hell. And I liked the couple times Donovan took over too. Those were that was <laughs> that was a riot. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Donovan on. 
you know, the 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 thing that's that's sad is that Mike does the show, right? And Frankie right. Murdoch lives with you know, he lives with Frankie Murdoch. And Frank will, will not come on. Oh, I know. I want and Frank I, on there too. No, I'm I'm trying to get Bison Smith on the show. You know, but Mark is just uh extremely difficult to book. Just Man. uh you know, he's working ROH, Noah and uh IWA Puerto Rico, so yeah. you know, he's a little busy. <laughs> there went his five days off a year that he used to have. Yeah, no shit, huh? Yeah, uh, no good, shit. Old, good old good old IWA Puerto Rico. We we used to get that up here. That's uh very good wrestling. I'm so mad we don't get that anymore. That was always nice. Oh, man. <laughs> hey uh Rob, I need to yeah. call uh I need to call Modest, so can you take over the interview here with Sal? Sure, no problem. Thank you, sir. I'll be back in a few. All right. Hey, Rob, have you ever seen the movie Step Brothers? I have not seen Step Brothers. What's Step Brothers about? It's the Will Will Ferrell movie with, what's his name? The guy from the Talladega Nights. Oh, my God, I'm watching You're missing out, man. This is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) It is Will Ferrell. Gotta love him. (laughs) He's a character, for real. One of my friends met him before. He's he's an interesting dude. (laughs) So what local local companies around, like, in Pittsburgh? Give me an idea of what's around there. We have uh, IWC. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that's our biggest company. Norm Connors. (laughs) Norm Connors, uh, Shima Zion. He he just went to... Oh, you've met him before? Yeah, I've worked with him a couple... He used to come... He came down to Mid-South for, like... Maybe eight weeks or something like that. Uh, just a bunch, of, just a handful of shows. But I always liked him. He's a real easy guy to get along with. So good worker. Yeah, he, he's a very nice guy. Um, I've actually been, I, I've seen him before he even debuted. So I've always been a fan of his. Oh really? Like, uh, cool. Yeah, they used to have uh, dojo shows or train, you know, whatever you want to call it. And um, uh-huh. I, I remember <laughs> before he was even a name, they said, well. Who do you fans want to see Russell? And I'm like, I'll take him and him. And it turned out to be Shima Zion and uh, Michael Fassad, who are both uh, make, making their name out there right now, which is pretty cool. interesting. <laughs> so, so um, what made you decide to get into wrestling? What, you know, what, you know, with obviously with a lot of the falls involved in wrestling, and you know, some of the not so good things. What said, you know, what I'm gonna have a go at this, and this is what I want to do. Well, I mean, I I grew up as a fan. I mean, I probably as young as I can remember. I remember watching. I grew up a Piper Mark, you know. Um, I always liked it, but it never ever seemed possible. I'm not the biggest guy in the world, you know, but I, it just always in the back of my mind was something I thought about. Hey, maybe if I could ever, that'd be cool, you know. But I was always an athlete. I wrestled. I played football. I did everything. So I, I wanted something that was more athletic, just because it's more fun. Um, and I just stumble-fucked my way into a wrestling company one day. I just kind of fell into it. I went, oh, this is perfect. Turns out I'm actually okay at it. I kept going. Yeah. It was just something I never I never imagined it could even be, like, remotely possible. I, I never even knew. Before I got into wrestling, I didn't know that other companies other than WWE and WCW actually existed. I had no right. concept of indies. I didn't know what ECW was. Nothing. Absolutely none of it. Like, I was so stupid to it. Oh no, you've been messing up. Yeah, dude, I, I missed out on everything. Like, <laughs> I missed some really cool shit. I watched it all after the fact. Ridiculous. Better see it late than never, you know. I mean, exactly. I, I'm in the 
I'm in the same boat. Like until uh, until about Ring of Honor started, you know, I never even knew there was such thing as an indie. So. Right. My biggest regret is I never got to see an ECW show live. Like I never got to attend one. That that I definitely would have wanted to. That I think would have been fucking awesome. You know. I, you know what? I, I'm actually in the same boat as you because I, uh, I I almost went to one and I decided not to. So I, I'm kind of I feel the same way. It would have been really nice. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you've gotten you've gotten to wrestle most of the guys, and you know, you def- so I mean, you've gotten enough, you know, good bit of experience with it. I've been lucky, man. I I I was if I never if I never uh, there's a lot of guys that break in like I did. Just like I'm, I'm not insulting the company I broke into, but they're very. I mean, it's just a starting company, you know. But had right. I not run into Mike Modest and had I not broken into that company and learned how to actually work, like I have no clue how it would. I don't think I would have been definitely not as successful as I have been. You know, I mean, I'm no star or nothing, but I think I've done all right. Um, I just got lucky, man. I met so many people along the way that were like, that were not just smart, but they were nice and and. They were, they were, uh, they gave you their wisdom. It was, you know, not too many guys are down to do that, you know. Right. So it worked out pretty good for me, I guess, so far. And that, and now you get to help, you know, work, run a wrestling promotion, and yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. It's definitely, it's fun to, it's fun when guys ask you questions and you know the answers. Yeah. <laughs> as stupid as okay, that may sound. Okay. Um. Before before Mike calls in, guys, uh, we're going to yeah. take a quick break. I have to play a commercial to uh, keep the boss man happy, so we'll be right back. Don't hang up on me. Pro Wrestling Got You Down? Need something to lift your spirits? Listen to the podcast at angrymarks.com. If wrestling gets you all hot and bothered, we've got what you need. Visit angrymarks.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. The angrymarks.com podcast, where the marks get nothing but satisfaction. Okay, we are back. We are waiting for Michael Modest to call back in. Um, let's see. Oh, um, let me play this uh, this real quick here. WWE.com can suck my dick. <laughs> that ruled. <laughs> um, Sal, did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, Hall of Fame? Uh, no, I was I was. Wrestling that night at the Midtown show, I missed it all. I, but you know, I knew they were. It's a fucking hour. Like that's bullshit. That you know they're gonna stretch it, and you know that that right when Austin comes out, that the show's over, and they're gonna fucking sell their DVD. BS. I'll buy it though. I'm sure I will. It yeah, it, it 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 comes with WrestleMania. So. Oh sweet! Yes, I can't wait to see it. Dude, did you see Raw where fucking Ricky Steamboat stole the show? I, I was there, and and I could, oh. and he was he was over. He was dude. He, that was, it was bad ass. That was a, such a great match. I, I loved it. it. It was just like the Ricky Steamboat of old. I mean, they, you know, <laughs> some people were complaining and saying he got you know he was winded and all that, but you know, up in person, I mean, he he had he has it. You know, you you could just tell it's the same. Well, Ricky man, I would expect a fifty-year-old guy in front of twenty thousand people to be winded. He's not a fucking Superman. You know, 56, but he's six, dude. I don't. Fifty six. Look at that shit, man. I I hope I can just walk at fifty six, much less fucking, much less move like I did in my prime. Shit. 
It, it, it was a really great moment live. I mean, you know, it's so cool to see, you know, just just him doing as you remembered, and he, he was obviously enjoying it. So. Okay, oh, yeah, Rob. Sure. Rob. Rob. I need to cut you off for just a second here. Um, we're gonna play a little musical interlude, real quick. Real quick here. Welcome to the show, the man, the myth, the legend, my dog, the natural one, Michael Modest. Mike, I have on the line my co-host Rob, and I have Sal Tomaselli. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, man, how you doing? Sal, how you doing, brother? Hey, I got your Twitter Uh, email today. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how to sign up. uh, You know what, man? It's kind of a confusing process, but, you know. know. I know. I'm so stupid when it comes to that shit, man. How you doing? Me too. Hey man, I'm good. I'm good. So this is like kind of like hanging out, only not. <laughs> kind of, but not. That's so funny. You guys, <laughs> Mike, your, um, you can do your do your stuff. I just kind of want to listen in for if you don't mind. So, uh, Mike, uh, where are you working this weekend? Where am I working this weekend? Oh hell, what weekend is it? You'll have to forgive me. I, I had a couple 11. of beers, and I, I even forgot that I had the interview, man. And I got the text, and I went, what the hell? I don't even know anybody oh. from 650. Oh, it's my wife's phone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, April 11th and 12th is this weekend. Yeah, I've got uh, Easter. I'm wrestling with the Easter Bunny this weekend. Oh, awesome. <laughs> are you, uh, you going to have the kids, Mike? Are you going to see your kids for Easter? Yes, I sure will, man. I'm picking them up on Friday. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. And uh, pick them up on Friday and bring them back on Sunday. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know, prison visiting time or something like that. Kind of (laughs) what it feels like to me. But, uh, yeah, I get my kids for like, you know, 48 hours. Awesome. Now, um, I I do have a quick question regarding um, a booking um, are you booked for May 9th, Big Time Wrestling, in Newark? No, I don't believe I am. Okay. Um, it, what they're doing is they're doing a fan fest all day, and uh, for information, you can get that at btwrestling.com. Um, my boy Jeff Dino is going to be coming up from San Diego, uh, the gentleman yeah. that held the camera for your interview. He Great. will be uh, having a booth, and I will be working it. And I would like to invite you to work with us, bring your gimmicks, um, sell some pictures, hang out, talk shit, and do whatever. So it's an open invitation to uh, join the Wrestle Warehouse booth. Right on, man. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, I'll be working great. on. Hey, I will be. I, be, I will be working May 10th, though, at the Fat Cat for NAW. 
So I did want to throw that in there. And then also uh, coming up April 26th for NAW in Lodi. And you can check out all this stuff on uh, www.mikemodest.com. And you can also check it out on my MySpace at myspace.com backslash Michael Modest. There you go. Well, the, the, for the people that are listening, uh, we have the chat room going live, angrymarks.com backslash chat. Also, I want to give away some fucking DVDs from WrestleWarehouse.com. 347-215-7946. The, the question is, who did Sal and Vito Tomaselli defeat for the IWA Deep South tag titles in 2006? It's pretty simple. So call in. I want to give you these DVDs. I want to give them away. So, uh, Sal, do you have any questions for your trainer? For Mike, for Mike, yes, sir. Yeah, you'll have to forgive me. Puffy is is kind of puffing away right now. No, oh, yeah, okay. I want to. I want to know. Hey, who who do you know who you're working on that uh, NAW show? I have no freaking clue. Mike Rain. <laughs> you're talking like that's Mike Rain's company, right? You're talking about? Yes, yeah. it is Mike Rain's company. And uh, man, you know what? One of the things that impresses me so much right now is on the indie scene here in California. Northern California in particular, baby, NorCal. Brother, I am seeing some fantastic wrestling. I was even watching. I just got a booking on May 30th with um, LCW. And a lot of people are saying it's a backyard promotion, yada, yada. Well, I'm wrestling this guy, Landon Ramos, and I had a chance to watch some of his footage. And I'll tell you what, this guy does a lot of wrestling. And so if this is backyard, if LCW is backyard, and TWF is backyard from, uh, again, this is the word I've heard. But I'm starting to think maybe not, man, because I've seen some TWF stuff that I've been very, very impressed with. These kids are wrestling. And I've also seen uh, the, the LCW stuff that I've been very impressed with. NAW and SPW, in fucking credible. When I was, when I was a, a participant at the last SPW show, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking around at the locker room, and I'm watching Adam Thornstow and his big dopey-looking partner with the sideways mohawk. They're come, they come walking by, and I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking, main event, anywhere in the fucking United States right now, those two guys, main event. Not only in the ring, but outside the ring, they're gentlemen, they're professional, they know how to behave. Those guys are professionals, and I'll tell you what, uh, Rick Luxury, there's another guy. I mean, I've watched this guy come up from being a backyarder to being just an incredible all-around talent, the kind of guy that I watch and I go, wow, there's something that I never thought of, or wow, there's something that I learned tonight. So, I mean, that's, that, I, just, I just want to give props to NorCal and everybody on the NorCal scene, man, everybody's doing a kick-ass job. I have never seen such strong wrestling talent in such a limited square mile uh, radius. It's amazing. It's hot, Mike. Everybody, you know, the wrestling is good from APW to Fog City to Big Time to Supreme Pro up in Sacramento. Then you go NAW. Oh, you got, pro, you, got pro rest, you got Pro Wrestling Revolution. I mean, uh, big-time wrestling is fan-fucking-tastic, and everybody's drawing. 
the fans are getting out there. The fans are really supporting, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Frank Murdoch and Donovan Morgan less than two years ago told me that wrestling was dead. They believed that wrestling was dead and would never make a comeback. I don't think it ever died. I just think the money's been dis- dispersed a little bit. I just think more people are going to indie shows. That's what I think from the houses. I've been wrestling for WCWC up in Oregon regularly. Right now, I'm one half of the WCWC Tag Team Champions with GQ Gallo out of Arizona. And they bring us in regularly. Well, those aren't cheap plane tickets. And I don't work cheap. And these guys are making money every month. We're drawing bigger and bigger houses to the Regional Sports Center in Springfield, Oregon. It's a fantastic building. But, but I'm really excited about what's happening right now on the independent wrestling scene and what's happening in pro wrestling. I hear, I, and I haven't even seen it, I'm ashamed to admit, but I hear that Jimmy, uh, or that uh, Ricky Steamboat has just been blowing people away from the stuff Dude, he's been like, doing in my, the ring. It was, my thought was bad ass. He fucking, he stole the show. He's, he's still, right. They had like a 28 man or something, whatever it was, but it was bad. And every time he looked like he was going to get cut off, it was swerved, and he went like three or four before he took the heat. Finally right. tagged out, nothing but booze when he tagged out. The whole house fucking Okay, Mike, yep. Mike, I will take care of you as far as WrestleMania is concerned. Right on. If you uh, send me your... Uh, cool. Your your mailing address uh, via MySpace, and I'll uh, take care of you. Cool, round, brother. It's all good. And I'm I'm looking here at the NAW uh, MySpace on April 25th. Uh, it's called World Domination. Um, it's an autographed trade show. Oh shit! I may have to just go. There's an autographed trade show from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and the wrestling show starts at seven. And just by There's going to be a ton of guys there, like like Honky Tonk Man and who else? I, I don't remember who. Okay, I'll run it down for you. We have Cheerleader Melissa. We have Dr. Death Steve Williams. Uh, Big Vito. Eugene. Honky Tonk Man. Greg Valentine. Chris Masters. And then a bunch of the NAW regulars. Uh, Rock the Love will be in the house. And we will have Michael Modest as well. So it looks like I'm going down for this one. Let me write this on my calendar. Yeah, it's gonna be a, that's gonna be a huge show. Yeah, I, I got to say, go meet the honky tonk man. I uh, I got to meet him this weekend. He's a nice guy and uh, he's a lot of fun to talk to. You, you'll be you guys will be surprised. He's definitely a character. I got a story for you. <clears throat> I was doing the book in the back of the APW locker room, and uh, we were training the leap at the time, uh, the great Kali. And um, we had booked Honky Tonk on the show, and I came up with this idea to uh, play a rib on uh, on Honky Tonk. And so when he got there, I walked up to him and I said, hey, uh, you know, Wayne, um, this is the guy you're going to be wrestling. And I introduced him to uh, Kali, the lead. <laughs> and uh, he looked up at him and I said, man, he does a great moonsault. And 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 I and he goes, this guy, this is the guy I'm wrestling. I said, yeah. He says, the hell I am. He says, the hell I am taking that. He goes, hell no. He, he wouldn't even get in the ring with him. It was hilarious. 
So, Mike, um, are you working for Supreme Pro regularly now or on and off? You know what? Hold on one second, man. Sure. Um, yeah, I have been working with them regularly, but uh, it's just been uh, date conflicts. Every, every time they're uh, wanting to book me, something's going on. And then the uh, last time I was supposed to work for them, my grandfather had passed away. My my grandfather, Rocky uh, Carrillo. Um, sorry, died. Michael. I'm sorry, yeah, but was, I, I didn't hear. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. So I missed I missed that show. Um, but other than that, yeah. I have been working for them pretty uh, regularly. But uh, I will say this though. A big ugly does his best to keep me off the cards, keep me off the shows. He's really upset, I guess, you know, because I I started talking about the fact that oh he's the champ, oh he's he's the owner, oh he's got his kids running around, you know, they're taking tickets and selling T shirts, doing whatever, it's a little family affair, what have you, you know. And then, then his kids they, they're sending me these letters talking about, you know, our dad's afraid of you, yada, yada. And so, I, you know, I read the letters that his kids wrote, you know, wrote to me. I read them, you know, right there at the show. And one of his kids starts snotting around and crying. He got, got you know, boogers hanging out of his nose. It's it just embarrassing. The whole family is, is just got a lot of problems. So I will say that, that they, you know, Big Ugly's working against me here. Uh, I think it's all pretty obvious. The SPW fans see it, you know. And, um, you know, I, I'm really glad that my man, Sir Samurai, actually took the belt from him. I got a lot of respect for that guy. That's a guy that's got some class. You know what I'm saying? Big Ugly, he's nothing but a thug gangster punk. Ooh. So, Ooh. <laughs> wow. Probably shouldn't do interviews when I'm drinking, huh? Well, you know, the, the the I love J.D. Bishop, but, you know, he he has to use the garbage and the plunder. J.D. Bishop? Now, I want, Is that what he's calling himself I, now? I've, I've always known him as Big Ugly. That's what his wife ugly. calls him. That's what his wife calls him. That's what all the girls call all the females in the crowd. They're like, wow, big and ugly. So, so it's, Mike, you know, I, I want you what? I want you to show Big Ugly that wrestling is hardcore. Right. You don't need uh, thumbtacks and, and uh, nails through baseball bats to wrestle. Exactly. That's the mundo. So uh, yeah, I have, we're going we're gonna to try to give away these DVDs one more time. Area code 347-215-7946. All you have to do is answer this question. Who did <laughs> Sal and Vito Tomaselli defeat for the IWA Deep South Tag team titles in 2006. Call me. I don't think. Okay, I don't Mike, think I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to call you, buddy. To be honest with you, I don't think they're going to call. That's all right. I don't even consider that. Just, just to put it out there. So I want. Hey, hey guys, I got, I got, I got, I got a split. I want to take care. Thanks for having me on. EliteProWrestling.com. Nice to meet you. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. I'll give you a call later, Mike. Peace, brother. All right, buddy. Later. Awesome. Bye-bye. That was uh, Sal Puffy Tomaselli. It's always fun to have Sally on. Hey, Rob, yes. do you happen to have any Japanese questions for Mr. Modest, considering he did work for Noah? 
Oh, sure. I could. I, I, I was uh, definitely thinking about that. Uh, uh, you know, what are some of the questions I could ask you? Um, uh, who was your favorite person out of all the Japanese guys to work? I mean, obviously there's some of the bigger stories that are just got to be fun to work. But, you know, who was really your favorite? Who, who do you think you worked best with? Mitsuharu Masao was my favorite. And the reason why was because I got to hit my, my boss very hard. And, uh, you know, he was one of those guys that I really respected as I was getting into the business. Right. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, I, I've gotten to meet him once uh, once when he came to one of the Ring of Honor shows. He's a, he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, have, I have a funny Masawa story. It was when, I, uh, Mike, when Iron brought him in and with Ogawa, and I was outside with the SAT, talking, just talking, and then uh, Masawa and Ogawa walk up, and I walk up to Mr. Masawa, I bow, shake his hand, ask for an autograph, and Ogawa is looking at me like, hey, dude, are you going to ask for my autograph? And I just, like, no-sold him because I can't stand Ogawa. And I wasn't disrespectful. I shook his hand, but he had this 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 sad look on his face, you know, like a kid who didn't get the toy he wanted in Christmas morning because I didn't ask for an autograph. That was kind right. of sad. But Mr. Masawa, you know, he was a complete gentleman and, you know, class. You know, right. he carries himself as a professional. But, uh, Rob, no. any other uh, no questions? I, I wanted to know, what, what did you think of Tawei? Tawei was a very laid-back kind of guy. Um, fished most of the time before every show. He'd find some <laughs> pond or some stream to uh, cast his, uh, you know, pole into, and you know. But uh, easy to work, uh, easy to wrestle. You know, he, he had a, you know, he was a pretty basic guy, but uh, deceptively strong for his size. You know, for like the size of his arms. <laughs> Right. I always yeah, saw his arms and figured he was really, you know, not very strong, but he's actually quite strong and uh, good guy. So, so, the, guy. The fishing, so, so the fishing uh, ordeal with him really is true, because I've always heard rumors that he was really a really big fisherman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, him and uh, Honda as well. <laughs> well, wow, wouldn't that fishing. be a, you got You got a sumo and an Olympian doing it. Fishing, that, that, that's got to be a, that's a TV show right there. <laughs> Definitely. Now, Honda seems like a really weird character. I, I, I didn't get to meet him, but he, he seems just, you know, di- you know, different than what you... He's a punk rocker. Really? Yeah, he, he that's pretty much like his favorite kind of music is punk rock. And, uh, but, but he's a mellow fisherman with Tawei. I don't know. Don't ask me how it works, but somehow they're like best buds. They go fishing every day. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, I could see them hanging out, I think. I could definitely yeah. see that. <laughs> do you have uh, any more uh, Japan trips in your future, do you think? Uh, not at present time, guys. Not even not even close. No. Okay, Mike, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to be blunt with this question. Um, you, since you left Noah, you, you've had you know your own issues. It's been documented, and you you took some time off from the business, and then you came back. Correct. Okay. Now, since you've come back, what 
has what has has been your favorite match, and for what company? <sighs> Since I've come back, my my favorite match was with uh, Eric Baden in uh, WCWC in Oregon. That was my favorite match. Um, maybe a tie to that would be uh, Adam Thornstowe um, and I with in SPW. And then, I don't know, me and Rick Luxury in, in AW. Now, I don't know, guys. Now the, Everybody the, I wrestled, they, I've had some really fantastic matches. This uh, this company up in in Oregon. Um, do you have a web? Do they have a website or a MySpace or something? Yeah, they sure do. Um, I believe it's www.wc-wc.com, and it might be like a underscore. I don't know. WC. I'm trying here. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a mark for small, you know, small obscure indies. So you know, I love getting DVDs and, and watching shit, just because well, you, guys, you never know. Have a, these guys actually have a very good thing going right now. Um, we've got television, although it's just you know local cable access. It's on the small small right. channels, but uh, it's being produced by by a guy that I'm I'm very impressed with. I, I can't recall his name offhand. But uh, they're doing a great job up there, and uh, they've been using me now for over a year, and uh, built up quite the frequent flyer package. Um, just now, working with these guys, have have you gotten in the ring with Bolo yet? Um, Aaron Bolo. I haven't wrestled him yet, no, but I've seen him work. He's good. Yeah, he's very, very good. He's very good. He's he's phenomenal in the ring. He he really, the fans just really get behind him. Um, he's got a hell of a build, uh, great attitude. Uh, got a ton of talent up there in WCW. Eric Eden, uh, their heavyweight champion right now is GQ Gallo out of Arizona. And if you haven't, you know, checked him out, check him out at myspace.com backslash GQ Gallo. Um, he's been around. Guy. He's been around forever, dude. I remember when he was well, with Ghost Whisper. Yeah, he's been wrestling for about ten years now. He, uh, he started in in uh, actually out in Arizona, is where he started. But but I first met him in UPW, and uh, that was about ten years ago. And uh, but he's fantastic. He's really he's really i'm 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 surprised he hasn't gotten farther than he has in this business at this time because he's really he's one of those guys that's an all around good package now what one more question about a worker uh wild card have you ever gotten in the ring with that douche no no, no yeah, I, I don't not he's, he's kind of got an attitude problem but yeah i'm not familiar with I, him and I got a question. You you mentioned that you um, you know, you guys have your own little TV station. Does that work? Does that help you guys out at all? Because Sal mentioned that it really doesn't make too much of a difference for their promotion. I don't know. It's our houses are steadily building. That's all I can say. 
is uh, when go. I first when I first started there, we were drawing about a hundred, and uh, a year later, we're drawing about five. So, you know, something's we've, working. We've had yeah, something's working there. So we've had a slow, steady build, and and uh, we've got a lot of very loyal fans, and um, we we do a, a thing with the pizza parlor um, just down the road, and uh, they're they're making more money than they make like in two weeks in a single night from the fans that come in and are getting the pizza. So it's it's been pretty successful. But, but what are um what are what do you think has helped uh, lead your success? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with a no comment on that. <laughs> All right. Those are huge areolas. Look at that. Dude, those are like bologna slabs. Wow, those are great. Sorry, I was checking out a chick's areolas. Oh, dude, it's all good. Speaking of chicks, man, are you uh, are you still with Logan? Yes, I am. I still have my twenty year old girlfriend. And, and and no, I don't I don't love her just because she's twenty, because I met her when she was nineteen and I love her more as a 20-year-old now, and I imagine, like, when she's 21, I'll probably love her even a little more. Now, now for those, Although those after about 23, listening. the love starts going downhill. You know what I'm saying? Those, those that are listening, I can vouch. Uh, Logan is very beautiful, and she is a sweetheart. Um, shows she's awesome. Me nothing but respect, you know, the few times that we've hung out and She's a really sweet person, Mike, and you know what, brother? You deserve it. Right on, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's the best revenge you can ever get on an ex-wife. Exactto-mundo. Exactly. Well, hey, guys, thank you very much for having me on, man. And uh, make cool. sure you guys check out my website at www.mikemodest.com and uh, hit me up on MySpace, myspace.com backslash Modest. And as always, check out Modest Joint at www.whoslammingwho.podomatic.com. Posted every Monday. All right. Well, that was right the natural one. Michael Modest, thanks for coming on, Mikey. It was my pleasure, brother. All right. That was Michael Modest. Wow. Um, interesting show today. What do you think there, Rob? What a show, huh? I mean, we've had... We've had a real who's who of uh, wrestling and mixed martial arts. I mean, come on, where, where do you top this? Three guys in one show? Fuck. Stop me, dude. I, I, I'm blown up, and we're not even done yet. We still have about 20 minutes left on the stream, unless you want to cut out early. I, I can go you? all day. <laughs> I could go well, all day. I, I would text people, but. I have my wife's phone, so and I'm having problems with my voice over IP, so that's not gonna, <laughs> you know, not to yeah, say about excuses, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, did you happen to catch Raw? No, I don't. I didn't want to watch it now. Uh right. I was gonna ask because uh, you know, I was there, but I was down on the floor and I couldn't see a thing. So <laughs> I was gonna see what it what everybody thought of it, uh, you know, on camera. Now, I, um, 
what did I I what am I watch what am I gonna watch tonight? I am going to watch Triple A Ray D. Reyes Ooh. when uh the show's over. So so uh yeah, a little lucha and I also got in today I got in uh the newest WWE commercial release WWE's greatest superstars of the nineties. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna check that stuff out and that's uh what I'm gonna oh, hang with me. That's that's what I'm gonna be up to. So um, yeah, I, you gotta tell me about that uh Radio Ray show. I wanna hear all about that one. We need a review I'll, for that. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I uh I Rob A A A Ray Okay, I'll send it to you, no problem. See that I'm a good guy. Take care of my people. Yes, you do. So, we haven't had anybody call in to uh, win the prize. Uh, do you know the answer? Who did this? I mean? can't. Thomas Kelly wa- beats. You give up? I, I can't even guess. Who could it be? Joker and Eddie Kingston. Blackout. Oh, my God. I've actually seen that match, too. I should know that. <laughs> You've seen the match? Jeez, I think man. I have. <laughs> so tell me, brother, are you broke? Uh, what? Are you broke? Did Mania kill you? Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't spend too much time at Mania. I bought a couple of programs and... uh. I spent way too much money on some of the Russell autographs, but I, uh, I I didn't spend too much, you know. I, I to be honest, I think I got you know so, so other people more stuff than I got me because they all asked for stuff. So. But uh, you know, have to save right, up brother. again for next year. Well, we're going to be back next week, uh, next Wednesday. We're going to have Kurt Brown on the show from Southern California. We'll be talking lucha and a bunch of wacky stuff. And we will have our resident MMA analyst, Matt Bishop, from LightsOutRadio.com on to run down the lineups for USC. I don't know, is it 97, 98, whatever the fuck it is. Where, uh, I think it's 97. Anderson, Anderson Silva's going to kill someone. So, Yep, that's what we're looking at next week, maybe even the third guest, but that should do it. Rob, thanks for uh, chiming in, brother, and we will be talking to you next week. All right, I'll see you guys. Have fun. All right, take care of that. Okay, that was Rob, the co-host from Pittsburgh. I think we wrap it up. Uh, first off, friends of the show, EliteProWrestling.com, based out of Chicago. Uh, the Tomasellis, they have a school, and they train and people and whatnot, and they run shows. So, EliteProWrestling.com. And we can't forget about our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com, for all your... Lucha Libre masks, t-shirts, pro wrestling DVDs, um, WrestleWarehouse.com. Tell Jeff that KZ from Marble Guard Radio sent you. And also our other sponsor would be SlamBamJam.com for current or past Lucha Libre or Japanese pro wrestling. They're the place for you. They also have some great uh, DVD comps as well, Uh, some good best ofs. They have a really good four-disc best of Mystico. Uh, you need to check out uh, slambamjam.com. Also, 
LightsOutRadio.com, another good MMA podcast there. And last but not least, we got to put over the mothership, AngryMarks.com, my new home. Oh, you want news, interviews, uh, reviews, you know, chat, whatever, AngryMarks.com. Or, and you can also search on iTunes, because uh, we're on iTunes now. So search uh, Rubber Guard Radio or Angry Marks, and you will get shows of ours to download. But uh, that should do it for me. And let's play a quick drop here. And before we leave here. The great feeling all time I had all my life. All right, Cheeky, that's it. And I will be talking to you fuckers next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.